0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Um, Before we get to Boca Raton and the Florida Atlantic Owls, two, two real quick house cleaning items. Number one, the Spurs, you were asking about that, Kevin. I was giving you the answer as to where the Alamo Dome was in comparison to the Riverwalk. I forgot, the Spurs have a new arena, which is like further outside of town. Uh, so you definitely would need an Uber hey, that's if you're kind of a that. bummer too. And I, I should have been more clear, I apologize. I, I wasn't saying that Flory Badunga is part of that exact same A-Hope program that were Hunter Perea and Peter Jerkin, but I believe it is a similar type of facilitation that has brought him to Kokomo. And my understanding is that um, that family that has brought him – is very plugged in with Cincinnati,
2: and again, I don't know if it's slam dunk by any means. The fact that that many coaches are willing to show up totally no, Thursday I in his junior or on a late in his junior year, you'd think to think you would seem to think they believe it's pretty wide right. open for his recruitment here moving into the AAU season. All right, you guys heard us play this earlier. Ken Lavica, play by play voice of the Florida Atlantic Owls, is with us right now. For those that missed it. It was a hell of a final 30 seconds for him inside of Madison Square Garden on Saturday night. Uh, once he got back on air, the call sounded like this. Recession for a second. Good as well. Kansas State doesn't have
0: any timeouts. The inbound from Sills. Here comes Noel up the near side, left front court. Three seconds now, two. Noel throws him to Masood. High right. It's stepped away by Davis. He stole it. Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is going to the Final Four. One of the most improbable stories in college basketball history has just played out in New York City. Houston, you have a problem. Florida Atlantic is coming to town looking for a trophy. Florida Atlantic 79,
2: Kansas State 76. And is it's going to the Final Four. Ken, I'm sure hearing that is not going to get old anytime soon, is it?
0: It is pretty amazing that this program from where it was pre-Dusty May to where it is now in year five of Dusty May is going to the, the, uh, the final four. And uh, yeah, it, it is. I'm usually not a big uh, want to listen to myself back over and over again. But uh, I got to say, it's a cool moment. And just the fact that it all played out of Madison Square Garden, it doesn't get much better than that.
2: Can you let, again, Ken Levick is with us, FAU, play-by-play and color voice. He's been in that role for 17 yeah. years. He's with us here on this Monday morning. Uh, we've been telling the story a little bit, but want to hear it from you. Explain what happened to you from an internet connection standpoint in the final 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, and I want to preface this with it is entirely silly that I and my plight has become uh, one of the stories of of this FAU run. But the fact that it, it played out in front of some of the most prominent college basketball media members, that's why this has become a thing. And so... I was sitting next to Matt Norlander and Andy Katz, and then I had the TV broadcast to my left, and we're along the right side. If you were watching the game, the Elite Eight game uh, on TBS, it's off to your right-hand side, and if you look at highlights late, you can sort of see a guy in red a bit agitated, uh, and that's me. So what had happened is with the media seating, you have two rows. You have a row along the court side, and then you have a row right on top of that. I was court side off to the right-hand side, and everybody has their own Ethernet connection, Ethernet cord. You're hooked in. Everything's good to go. With about 30 seconds left in the game as Mike Forrest for FAU was about to shoot the first of what ended up being four free throws to lock the game up. Uh, I got a text from my producer back in South Florida. Hey, you dropped, you dropped typically fine. It's just something that glitches, uh, with the piece of broadcast equipment that basically everybody uses now in 2023. It's just a quick, uh, touch screen poke and you're back on the air. But that didn't happen and then i tried it again didn't happen tried it again didn't happen uh realized that i actually had no internet connection coming through this ethernet cord into my piece of equipment all right no big deal i'll just swap to another one so matt orlander sitting to my right i asked him hey can i use this real quick uh, He said yeah sure absolutely um and so i plugged in realized no internet coming through that Andy cats can i use yours no internet coming through that so then i realized the entire row was uh was bereft of of internet so i'm saying to myself this is a problem uh I said a <laughs> couple of words like said a couple of words that uh that wasn't going to be able to to, to show up in the show and Screw so houston you know, has I'm a problem
2: saying, i've yeah. got a problem in new york city right now yeah i
0: was gonna say before houston you've got a problem i had a a significant problem and it, some of it involved me feeling like i was gonna vomit too <laughs> it was uh it, so so I, I'm trying to figure out what to do, and, and you mentioned I've been doing this 17 years. I mean, it did cross my mind. Holy hell. I've been doing this for this long with a program that has been nothing for so long. Now they're at the possible peak of the sport, and I'm not going to be able to call the moment. And I, I called the studio. I'm on a cell phone. And what saved me was that Kansas State, after the second Mike Force free throw, was able to hit a layup and Jerome Tang called a timeout. That gave me about 45 seconds to sort of settle in, and I looked up above me and realized, wait, there's that second row. I wonder if they are plugged into a separate modem or a separate Internet source. And the problem was the Ethernet cord wasn't long enough for me to pull down to where i was sitting so while i've got my cell phone tucked to my ear with my headphones over the cell phone and my shoulders propping up the phone and everything's a disaster and i've got stuff flung all over the place i'm ripping at this ethernet cord to try and bring it off it was taped down to the table so i'm ripping at it pulling at it i finally pick up the piece of equipment i plug it in sure enough there's a connection So uh, as the teams are coming back out of the timeout, I'm like, how do I make this work? One of my my friends sitting next to me who works for TV in South Florida, I hand him the piece of broadcast equipment, put the headset back on. The producer is able to pop me back up, and I'm able to call the final two free throws and then the end of the game. So all in all, it was about three minutes I was off the air, but I actually only missed about 18 seconds of game time.
1: Now you do it all over again, right? That is incredible.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, minus the God. feeling of wanting to uh, to poop my pants. Yes, I would absolutely <laughs> uh, I would absolutely do it all over again if it resulted in that. But that was um that was that was close to me having one of the lowest moments of my career.
1: Let me ask, you know, this this story of Florida, you know, we, we get a team like this virtually every year. And Florida Atlantic, you could say is this year's Cinderella. But then I look at it and I go, but are they? I mean, they were ranked most of the year. They won 30 games. I think they were on people's radar as being probably under Final four, okay, maybe not, granted. But all of that said, Ken, and Ken Levica again, who is the voice of Florida Atlantic, is our guest on the Paleo Suckers Hotline, How was this particular roster assembled? You know, was this the kind of group that, like, you got two transfers and an NIL kid and a late bloomer, or is this strictly an organic program of a seed that was planted and watered each and every year and it's gotten to this point now?
0: It's actually been a combination of all of those things, and and you mentioned, hey, FAU, uh, is this a Cinderella story? And if you look at the basic metrics that are used to to eventually cobble together the the brackets, I mean, FAU has been in the top twenty-five in net and in the top thirty in Ken Palm for. Pretty much the entirety of the season after they beat Florida earlier in the year. So anybody who follows the sport, and I'm not I'm not calling anybody casuals. Anybody who follows the sport, though, and knows how the sport works, knows that FAU has been a statistical darling the entire season. As far as the roster is concerned, this is a team that, that has a number of three- and four-year guys Uh, that are still super young, that have been able to come through the system. Elijah Martin, the second-leading scorer. Nellie Davis, the leading scorer. Those two are in their third year in the program. Mike Forrest is the lone player who loses his eligibility once – or whatever conclusion of the season comes, uh, ends up uh, coming, coming to be. Uh, Vlad Golden, this is his second year in an FAU uniform, the big 7-1 center. He was a transfer from Texas Tech. Jalen Gaffney off the bench. He's in his first year after transferring from UConn. So, again, it's a lot of homegrown guys, but it is – Bits and pieces that have been taken from other programs, looking for a fresh start. B.J. Greenlee, this is his third year in the program. He is a Gainesville native, though, and had a relationship with Dusty May prior. He went to Minnesota, didn't work out, decided to try and reinvent himself at FAU. Florida Atlantic has played the transfer portal well. It's been a haven for some guys that maybe felt like they were underappreciated, they weren't being treated properly, they hadn't been recruited properly. Nick Boyd, the starting point guard, missed all the last year with a broken foot, so Getting him back was sort of like grabbing someone off the portal, but this is a group that has been together for two or three years, the core of it, which is a rarity in college basketball, and certainly the way they play, whether it's the ball movement, Euro style on offense, or the switching on defense, all of that is aided by the fact that, yeah, these guys have known each other for quite some time.
2: Again, Ken Lavica is with us. He is the voice of the Owls of Florida Atlantic. And, of course, their Indiana connections well-documented with Dusty May as their head coach and John L. Davis from Gary, Todd Abernathy, a little local legend here. Um, uh, one of their assistants as well. Ken, you've been at the at this job for 17 years. You know, as Jake said, I don't think it's maybe as much of a Cinderella in the fact that they've won 30-some games and all of that. It's more of a Cinderella, in my mind, of the history of the program. I mean, one NCAA tournament yeah. appearance before this run. A- as best you can, whether it's in your 17 years or even before you took this job, hell, the program's only 34 years old, I think. Can you describe what Florida Atlantic basketball has been like for the last three decades?
0: Uh, basically nothing has existed, but it really hasn't done much notable. And this is why it is one of the great stories in the history of the sport, because Florida Atlantic's lone NCAA tournament appearance was 2002. They won the Atlantic Sun that year, uh, fell to Alabama from that point, 2002 to 2018. When Dusty May took over the program, there were only two count them two winning seasons in program history finishing above 500. One of those resulted in a regular season championship in the Sun Belt in 2011, but then FAU got knocked out in its very first game of that conference tournament. got blown out by Miami in the NIT. So there's been nothing of note to celebrate with FAU. A number of single-win seasons in that time, it has been dark, and especially as Florida Atlantic football came to be, Howard Schnellenberger starting the program, Lane Kiffin coming, reinventing the program, FAU starting to win championships, basketball app, Absolutely became an afterthought, but Dusty may came in and it's been above 500 every single year. It's been incremental progress, almost 120 games a season ago. And now it has all evolved into, to what it's become. But Florida Atlantic, doesn't have great facilities or hasn't had great facilities. The the arena is certainly aged. It's a twenty nine hundred seat arena, which ultimately is fine, but it needs a facelift. It hasn't been touched in twenty years. It got a seven and a half million dollar gift thrown at it earlier this year which is a testament to Dusty May and so that's absolutely going to help so there's progress coming but Dusty May what he has done taking on this this 30-year-old used car and uh, he's been able to soup it up into something where at least people are going to turn their heads and look at it as it drives down the street and now it is two wins away from a national championship it's 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 honestly a major miracle forget minor miracle this thing's bordering on something out of uh, out of religion
1: Ken, one of the great things I think that that for Florida Atlantic that is – and I know it's probably uncomfortable, maybe even uncouth in your position to bring up, but the reality is this. Whenever you have a team that's from outside a power five that makes a deep run, that has a coach that that even in appearance seems younger than he is, that coach becomes the hot name. And then all of a sudden, big-time programs come luring. You know, Penn State's open. Texas is technically open, but I would think not for long. I don't know that Penn State necessarily is is where – Dusty May is a Big Ten area guy. We know he's from Indiana. Right. But I even look at, like, if Miami were to win it all and Laranaga maybe was to retire and to go out on top even though he has time left on his contract, maybe that's a possibility. But it kind of feels like Florida Atlantic not only may have this run but may, able, may be able to hold on to Dusty May. Am I overthinking it? You're not overthinking it and trust me, I've 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 definitely
0: sorta of been running through scenarios in my mind a lot over the last, I don't know, actual two or three months because I mean this team's been rolling. And Dusty even before this season, I think, was starting to become, at least in in college basketball circles, a bit of an attractive option because of what he had already accomplished. And now that is sky high. But you're right. I mean, especially seeing that that Penn State, it, it seems like Mike Rhodes is a target, uh, and uh, now you've you've got Texas that it seems like they're gonna, as they should, go with uh, go with the interim man. I just. It's getting late in the process, and you haven't heard a ton of Dusty May connected to this job sort of uh, sort of discussion. What the one thing that I'll say about Dusty is that one, he's an incredible human being, and I know that everybody there, uh, college basketball fans in Indiana, proud of their Hoosier, and he has a lot of Indiana pride. But he is is extremely he, he has a great great sensibility to. Not distracting from the main purpose. You guys saw Rick Pitino every press conference he had near the end of the season with Iona, and then into the NCAA tournament. It basically was him uh, putting himself out there, talking about his future. It was he was he was doing his own impromptu job interview every time he had a, a mic in front of him, and I thought that that was extremely off-putting. Dusty has not answered one question this year in any detail about his future. It's all been FAU-focused, Florida Atlantic. We have goals. We have championships that we want to win. We know we can do big things. I think that's part of the reason that that you and I feel that way right now is because Dusty's given no indication that he wants to leave FAU. I'm under no illusion that Dusty is, is going to stay at Florida Atlantic for the entirety of his career. But... It sort of feels like, because of the way Dusty May has conducted himself, that he's not going to leave FAU after this season. If he does, great for him. He has earned it. If he does not, we're not surprised, though, because he hasn't tipped his hand at all. He's kept the main thing the main thing this entire year.
2: Ken, I got one more, and thank you for the time this morning. I know it's going to be a crazy week for you, so we really appreciate you hopping on You know, when Butler made their run to the title game here in India in 2010, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say they were out West for each of their first four games. So we didn't really kind of get to feel that maybe here locally until the final four. And obviously it was through the roof. Can you describe like what Boca Raton is like right now? I've been there for an NFL owners meeting. I can't say I was thinking too much about a Florida Atlantic tournament run when I was there a few years ago, but um (laughs) I'm looking at pictures of the gym. You mentioned all the hype just with the season of winning 30 games. What is kind of the scene like when you guys have returned home each of the last couple weeks?
0: So I'm going to describe this as someone who did grow up in the Midwest. I'm a Chicagoan. Uh, I I have an aunt who I love dearly who lives just outside of Anderson, so I'm very familiar with the Indianapolis area. I love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it is. Uh, so it was very much a culture shock when I first uh, 17 years ago came down to uh, to South Florida. So if you love uh, high end dinners and you love uh, uh, Jamba Juice then boca raton is absolutely your place if you love to do uh some uh, some some shopping outdoors hey boca raton is for you uh if you want to retire to boca raton there you go i mean so many communities you could move into what i will say about boca because there is this perception that it's just where the olds go to live out their their remaining years um it is getting younger and younger. And the FAU campus, when I came down, it was still referred to as a commuter campus. That's changed and that hasn't been the case for about the last twelve, thirteen years. It is a certifiable big campus enrollment uh right around twenty five, twenty six thousand. So this is actually a big school in enrollment, um, but not so much in the athletics landscape. But Boca as a whole yeah, it's pricey. It, there are definitely a, a lot of areas with it that are high-end. There's a lot of golfing communities within this, but there's also become this subset community of young people, whether it be the college students at FAU or just young people in general who have started to find a little bit of their place within what was an aging Boca community. So it's young, it's fun, it's vibrant. You can certainly pick your fun. It's a, The campus is a mile and a half from the beach. Uh, you can see the ocean from my broadcast perch at the football stadium so all things considered is it your traditional college campus and these guys were on ohio state's campus uh, a week and a half ago uh, for the first two uh, games of this ncaa tournament is it that no absolutely not but is it an outstanding place to be and live? And has this captured the imagination of this entire community where you've got to really sell them on a product before they commit to it? Yeah, they have. And I think that's as big a testament to their run as anything is that people in Boca, Palm Beach County, South Florida, even with Miami getting into the Final Four, they care now. They're invested. And that's a big as big a win as anything.
1: Well, the I can tell you the applications are going to go up about 30%. That's what always happens. Like Butler, VCU, you know, all those schools, right? It puts Florida Gulf Coast. You know, all of a sudden, kids know of it. And then they're like, man, that sounds like a cool place to go to school. And then they listen to Ken Lavica and they're like, well, let me see. And then he sells them, and then now, boom, boom, boom. 50,000 kids applying.
2: He's got me sold on the Jamba Juice. Are we taking that to <laughs> Houston? <laughs> Hell California?
0: yeah. I'm telling you, the the, the apple and greens uh, <laughs> smoothie is legit, man. And one quick thing, since you mentioned Butler, uh, I'm a Valpo grad, and so oh. I want to remind Butler fans who won the Horizon League tournament that year uh, that <laughs> Butler made the run. Look
2: at okay. that. Well, at okay. I, I Are you hoping Dusty May goes to Valpo? Valpo? Valpo here. Where do your legions (laughs) lie? Because you know Valpo's got a head coach opening.
0: Yeah, Valpo does have an opening. I but but I still owe them like parking tickets from when I (laughs) money from when I was a student. So uh, I have right now. I'm not feeling real warm towards them.
1: The the distance from Anderson, where your aunt lives, to the studio on Monument Circle, where we are right now, not very far, 45 minutes or so, about the same as it is from Boca Raton to Coral Gables. If there's ever a changing college basketball coaching I, I hate to be the reminder of that but you yeah, gotta but, wonder
0: but keep in mind uh south florida traffic is absolutely terrible <laughs> no, i moved yeah. down here it I ain't been for ken yeah.
2: as cool calm and collected in the final minute there madison square garden as the owls have been so far from their opener now on the way to houston awesome call ken great work saturday night and we can't thank you enough for the time
0: all right guys thanks for having me appreciate you